Okay, Parsha Shmini, Tavshin Ayin Dalad. Let's get into it. Parsha Shmini is usually the Shabbos after Pesach. This year it's the Shabbos that is a couple of weeks before Pesach. <coughs> Parsha's Parah, which Be'er Hashem maybe we'll touch on at the end. But there's enough in Parsha Shmini for us to uh, focus on, and we'll get right into it. Jump into it, the first section of the Parsha. As we know, by He Bayom Hashmini, it was on the eighth day, the eighth day of the Chanukah Samishkan, as started to be described at the end of last week's Parsha. Maftir, at the end of last week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu gives the instructions to the Kohanim not to be in the Mishkan, be in the Yom Moed for seven days straight. Don't leave. Upesach Alamoed Teshvu Yomam Balaylo Shivas Yamim. Do not leave. And it was on the eighth day, Moshe calls to Aaron and his sons and the Zikna Yisrael and he says, do the following and through this avoda, you will be zoche. We will all be zoche to Hashra Sashchina. Vayomer al-Aron, kach l'cha, ego ben bakar l'chatos, va'ayol la'ola t'mimim, v'hakri l'vnei Hashem. He says that to Aaron. Then he tells Bnei Yisrael, take a seir, take an ego, v'cheves, shor, v'ayol, they take all the carbonos. This is what Hashem has commanded you to do. And through that, the Kvot Hashem will be nigla. We will all be zochet to Hashras Hashchina, which is really the goal of the entire Sefer Shmos, let alone Sefer Vayikra. Sefer Shmos, the building of the uh, Mishkan, at the end, finally the cloud descends, but this is now the Avoda There is a Medrash that we have spoken about in, pa- in the past years. Uh, this time we will see it through the eyes of Rav Schwab. On this Pasuk. <laughs> Do this and you will see Hashras Hashchina. Says the Torah's Kohanim, the Medrash, right on our Pasuk. Source number one. Lahem Moshe Yisrael. Oso Yetzer Hara Ha'aviru milibchem. This Yetzer Hara, remove from your hearts. The Oz, and through removing the Yetzer Hara, Vayera Aleichem Kvot Hashem. And the question that is asked by all the Mepharshim is, which Yetzer Hara are we talking about? This Pasuk is referring to something. To get rid of this Yetzer Hara, and then you'll have Ashras Hashchina. So what exactly is being referred to? So in past years we've spoken about the thought of the Nitziv and others. We'll get back to the Nitziv later. But now we'll see it through the eyes of Ma'ayan Beis HaShoeva. Venera, line 5. Shehakavana al oso yetzahara shel dilug al prate hadinim v'atzivuyim mitoch rov ahava. The yetzahara that comes ironically, says Rav Schwab, through an overflowing uncontrollable love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I so much want to be close to him. I so much want to go, get near him and I will overlook details and I will overlook commands and jump over boundaries and borders because I have such, such love. I'm just going to go, go jump and get so close. That's a Yetzirah, says Rav Schwab. When we let our emotions, so to speak, get the better of us, Bibachinas line seven. Ava mikalkeles asashura. Love blinds, as we would say in English. Love destroys what is appropriate. Ki ava blitzim sume hayira. Because love without the borders and the framework of yira to balance it, alul lefak mine churva. Can lead to destruction. Mashalamadavadome. He gives an extreme example 
But look at his example. A mother who loves a child so deeply and gives hugs and kisses and she loves her child so much she, she embraces him and squeezes him. Until Rachman al-Atzlan, she squeezes him too hard. Asher chonekes asatinok. Asher hamida miuchedes dafka, the love went overboard. And Rachman al-Atzlan led to tragedy. Nefcha lemashchis, machmas, shalosoma restin lahaygoshoseh. She didn't put a muzzle to her feelings. Vishlilush atzimsum, not having those borders, garma, lahariga sa'ahov, led to the death of the beloved one. Says Rav Schwab, line 16, It's the same thing in the spiritual realm. If we have too much love, too far, we let it get beyond. That's the, what's being referred to in the Pasuk. The Medrash says, get rid of this Yetzirah. Which Yetzirah is being referred to? To have Ashraz Ashkina? Follow every single detail that I have given you. Bring these karbanos, this specific regimen, in order to bring the shechina, because this is the way to bring the shechina. And if I don't follow, you just do what we think makes us feel spiritual, so then we're going to lose it. That's exactly, as many have said, that was the chait of Nadav and Aviyu. As the Torah describes, a strange fire in Eish Zara in this week's parsha. Shemei Rovava, they have such love, I want to bring the Torah, I want to go close to Hashem. But it's Asher Lotziva, Lotziva Osam, that he didn't command them. Line 23. They wanted all the different explanations that Chazal give. They passed in front of Moshe and they drank wine and they. All the different explanations were methods that they thought would be able to bring them closer to Akadish Baruchu. But that was the problem. They had such love, but they let it go beyond. They let it go overboard, and therefore they weren't able to properly do the Avodah. And then he says, it's even in a sense, line 33, a measure that you might have been bothered by in the past. Rashi quotes uh, later on in the parsha. Shamar Moshe Aaron, Achi b'sinai ne'marli, sh'ani yasir l'kadish it was told to me that there was going to be a Kiddush Hashem when the, when the Mishkan was built. Through somebody great. Vahayisi Sabur says, Moshe to Aaron, I thought it was going to be either me or you. You were going to bring the Kiddush Hashem or I was going to bring the Kiddush Hashem. And now I see it's through your children, it's through your sons. They were the ones that brought the Kiddush Hashem. That taught everyone the awesome nature of the place of the Mishkan. It was through tragedy, but it was through what they did. So it's very difficult to understand the Rashi. This is the greatness of another view. This is not their greatness. They sinned. They did something wrong. And they were punished for it. What does the Medrash mean? That in, in a certain way, right, what's the Lashon? Achshav beiz banecha gedolim mimenu mimcha. So yes, they did an Avera. Rav doesn't deny that. But in a sense, the one area maybe that we could see the, the good is that an unbelievably overflowing, uncontrollable love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what made them do it. Yes, they were wrong. And yes, they deserve to be punished. But in that sense, G'dolim, Mimosheva Aaron, Elashek, Dulasam, Umalasam, Aisab, Inyana, Ava, 
without any borders. He says that's that was the problem, and that's what had to be to be warned as they were about to start the avod at the top of the second column. Even through the purity of the love, sometimes, if it's uncontrolled, so then it could lead to, to detrimental, detrimental effects. And he even says, maybe with this, this idea could help us understand something we say every morning. Every morning at the end of Berchaz HaShachar. What do we say? And we say, on line 16, on the left side now, Hashem, help force our Yetzer to serve you. To force, to bend it. Please force and channel and help us bend our Yetzer to serve you. Earlier in the paragraph, we already have said, we already asked Hashem, get rid of our Yetzirah. Just get rid of it. And now we say, help bend it? You already got rid of it. Right? Let it not control us. And now we say, after we say, it's as if we're asking Hashem to bend the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah doesn't have to be bent. It has to be served. The answer is it does also. Even after we get rid of the Yetzir sometimes, right, the, the love goes overboard. Like we've quoted many times from the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim says the Yetzir Hara also sometimes dresses up and pushes us too hard. Late at night, we're going to stay up, the Chafetz Chaim used to close the lights of the base Medrash at a certain time. You're going to stay up to two in the morning, let's see what your chakras looks like. Says the Chavos Chaim, "V'chov es Yisraelu." Even the love requires borders. V'hu atchuna hadochefes as Adam b'lisipuk. That yetsar, that yetsar also has to be controlled. And we don't always know the answer ourselves. Sometimes we're emo- we think something is appropriate. We think something is going to make us feel good and bring us closer to Hashem, but we're not sure. So says our Shabbat, we have to ask. We have to ask our Rebbeim. We have to ask our teachers. We have to ask our leaders. And he contrasts two individuals, three individuals in the Torah. One that was successful in this area and two that were unsuccessful. Both acting out of a sense of, of justice. Shimon and Levi, they didn't ask. They didn't come to Yaakov and say, Yaakov, we got to do something. Yaakov, hachzona yasez achoseinu. We got to do something. We can't let this happen. They didn't ask. They just did it. They had very strong feelings for their sister. But Yaakov Avinu, even at the end of his life, doesn't get over it. Shimon Velevi Achim, Klechamas Bechayrusayim, he says in Bayachi. He doesn't get over it even at the end of his life. They didn't ask. Line 31. Shebemaisa Shechem, Av Shekavanasamaisa Ritsuya, Limchos Achil Hashem Anora. Terrible Chil Hashem. They had to wipe it out. Shekazona Asuach Osam Dina. Mikal Makom. They should have asked their father. Hailem Litol Eitza Mimora Darkom Yaakov Aviyem. Imzeo Be'emet Does Hashem want us to massacre this city? Is this what's going to remove the Chil Hashem or not? Yaakov would have given them a different answer. Whatever he would have said, which we can't rewrite history right now. But Shimon and Levi did not ask. 
Pinchas asked. Pinchas had a love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Pinchas, before he did anything, there was a terrible Chil Hashem going on also, in front of all. Line 43, As the Gemara explains, Pinchas went to ask Moshe Rabbeinu, and Heshev as Hamasi, and he was successful. Moshe Rabbeinu said, don't ask me, Kanan Pogenbo. He gives the whole answer that the Gemara describes. When we're not sure, when we have this great emotional outpouring of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we want to decide what's right and what's not right, what's the best way? So we have to ask. We have to ask our Abayim, our leaders, to know exactly, to make sure that what we're doing is correct. And he just ends off on the top of the next page where he says he heard from an Ishnamon. He heard from an Ishnamon. Story is quoted elsewhere also. That the Nefesh HaChayim, Rav Chaim when he started the Velazhin Yeshiva, he went to ask Rishus from his Rebbe, the Vilna Gon, the Gra, about starting the Yeshiva. Lito Rishuso al Rayono Liyasi Besam Medrish, Bitsuras HaYeshiva Shaldaras HaRishonim. Remember, before the before Velazhin, there were hundreds of years. The, the idea of a Yeshiva and people going to the Yeshiva, okay, that was Bavel, Pumpadisa, the times of the Gaonim, but over the hundreds of years, Right? There wasn't that. There were yeshivas that people went. Everybody had their own base medrash. They were, they were, they were shown him. But says the, but they didn't have that. Rav Chaim was, was, was starting, was starting a new idea again. The gra wasn't so encouraging when he first came. Wasn't so encouraging. And he left a little depressed. He left, he was a little upset that the gra, the gra kind of shot down his idea. A little while later, a couple weeks later, he met the Gra again, and the Gra asked him, New, how's the yeshiva? Says, Rebbe, well, you weren't so excited about it, so I didn't, I didn't proceed. I didn't continue. You weren't so excited. Says, the Gra says, Nah. When you came, I saw the great Hislavas that you had. I needed to make sure it was Lashma. I needed to make sure you weren't going to overstep your borders and boundaries. So I didn't give you such a great encouragement, even though I thought it was a great idea. So you calm down and you didn't do it. So I see you're doing it, L'shem Shamayim. I see you're doing it. You're following the Masorah. So now go do it. I see that you're doing it for your Rebbe. Under the rules, rubric of your Rebbe. Go do it and I give you my bracha. The balance of Ahava and Yira. The balance of taking our feelings of love for Hashem, which we all need to work on and have, and making sure that they are, they are appropriately channeled. And finally he says, maybe that's why we start off Shabbos. There are like four or five ideas here. Same, same application. Same idea. There are Schwab has here. The Birchas HaShachar and Shimon Levi versus Pinchas and the Grand of Vachayim Vilajin. And finally the last paragraph, at the beginning of Shabbos, the day that we have the greatest love, Osi Beni Yuvenechem, we dive into Hashem, Lefanav Navod Biyirah Vafachad. In front of Hashem, we should serve in awe and trepidation. That's appropriate to Shabbos. That's what we should say. on Shabbos. So the answer is yes. Because there's so much ava and oneg and overflowing. It's hard to have the balance. So we dive into Hashem for the siyat of the of having the balance of the Ava and of the Yira, of taking our Yitzhar Atov and being kofefit and bending it to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
That's the Yitzhahara. That's referred to in the Medrash, says Rav Schwab. Again, the Medrash said, Oso Yitzhahara ha'aviru bilibchem, the oz vayera aleichem kvod Hashem. One answer. There are other answers given to this as well. I gave you two other short answers from the Shemana Tov in source number three, Chelek Hay of the Shemana Tov, which by the way, the Shemana Tov just came out with a Haggadah, which by the Shem will make an appearance in the uh, Haggadah this year in a couple weeks. Says the Shemana Tov in source number three, after asking the same question, what's the Pshad of this Medrash on this Pasuk? Get rid of that Yetzirah if you want to bring the Hashras Hashchina. So he has two ideas. The Shalomar. De oso Yetzahara bimechuvan nishar sasum. The Medrash is purposely vague, purposely ambiguous, and we have no idea. Which Yetzahara, for which sin, is it referring to? Why? Mishim de Kalechat Sover, because so many times in life, and we even have it in our generation, and our dar, we have those who say, to who Yodea bidiyuk. All the Chachamim amongst us know exactly why this happened to the Jewish people and why this is happening, why that is happening. Everybody says, I know exactly which chait we have to work on. Somebody wants to work on something themselves, that's their issue, that's fine. But for me to go and tell everybody else what they have to work on, and everybody gets up and says, oh, it's, it's this Avera and that Avera. Says the Shem we have no idea. We're not Nevi'im. Kodesh Baruch Hu does not have a direct communication with us, with an Aspaklaria Hameira. Right? We don't have that. We don't even have an Aspaklaria She'ena Meira. Right? We're not even on that level. So the Major says, you want to know what Yitzhahara? Which, whatever you relate to, but don't. Don't focus on anything specific for others. Whatever we need to work on ourselves, obviously. Everything is for a reason. We don't say anything happens derech mikra. There's obviously a reason, but we can never say with, with certainty that it's for this and it's for that and it's for this because that's, that's only for a Navi and that's the Medrash. Oh, so Yetzirah, which Yetzirah? Fill in the blank yourself, says the Shemana Tov. Number one. And it's so, so dangerous, Derech Agav, to blame it on something specific because, because that's labeling and, and that's, we don't have that power. Number two says the Shemanatov, O Afshar Lafarish on line six, which maybe fits in beautifully to the Pashup shot of the, of the, of the Psukim. Now that they finished everything, get rid of that Yetzahara. What Yetzahara? The Yetzahara of patting ourselves on the back and saying, we finished. We've done it. We've accomplished. Now we can relax a little bit. That's the Yitzhahara. When we look at things as finished. But what if I finished? It's never finished. Once we get the Shechina, we're like, oh, okay, great. We've, we've reached it, the pinnacle. This was the whole point of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and Yitzhiyas Yamsov, and Maimon Arsini. Everything is to this day for Hashem, Shechina, to reside amongst us on a daily basis. <laughs> Isn't that the goal? Aren't we finished? We don't have to toil anymore. We've done it. That Yitzhahara. It's never finished. We have to keep going. Like the beautiful Madrash at the end of Parshish Kisisa. We, I didn't give it to you again, but we've quoted this in the past. 
The Pasuk says at the end of Kisisa that Moshe's face was shining. Shining, he had to wear a veil at the end of Kisisa. Ask the Medrash, what made Moshe's face shine? So three pshatim in the Medrash, but one of them was the leftover ink in the quill. After he wrote the Luchos, that was what made his face shine. That's what it said, the leftover ink. What does that mean, the leftover ink? Yeah, because even after he finished the Luchos, he wasn't focusing on what he did, but what he still had to do. The leftover ink, what's my next book going to be? What's my next project going to be? That's what made Moshe shine. Because he never looked at what he did, but what he still had to do. I have to feel good about what I did. Self-worth. But I can never think that, okay, I've done it. I'm finished. I've reached it. That's the eight Sahara. Look what you've accomplished. Take a break a little bit. Relax. Look how many Svarim you wrote already. You, you, you gave the place for the Luchos. No, it's the leftover ink. That's what makes them shine. That's what made Moshe shine. And that's what Moshe is telling Ami, that's what Hashem is telling uh, them here. Or Moshe is telling them through uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's message. So three ideas. Don't let the Ahava get over, uh, overflow without borders. Number two, fill in the blank yourself. And number three, the eight Sahara of Gemar. Okay. That got us into it in a big way. We continue now. We have, of course, probably the most well-known portion of the Parsha, and that is the death of the sons of Aaron. Shlishi. And a fire went out. A fire went out. And then. And then. A strange fire. And Chazal, of course, give all the pshatim. <laughs> but what it says is a strange fire. Whatever the pshat is, it was a strange fire. They gave fire, they were consumed by fire. Right away, Moshe turns to Aaron without biting an eyelash. As we referred to before. This is what I said. Wow, I didn't realize it. Hashem said, I will be awed and I will be put into a certain frame of mind. Aaron's reaction, the famous two words, Vayidom Aaron. Aaron is silent. Aaron has self-control that is unfathomable. That we can't imagine the pain of 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 a father losing two sons on the same day, on the happiest day of Aaron's life. Bringing the Shekhinah. And yet, he does not react. Or he does react in a way that is unfathomable. The only word to describe it. The pain that he was in is indescribable, and yet he controls himself. Says the Panini Torah, just quoting two similar stories. So I was once at a Rachman al terrible Levaya, and the Rav gave this story to comfort the parents. We should all be Zoche just to learn these stories. Never have to deal with them. It's the derech of tzaddikim to be mekabel hakadosh baruch hu's din biava. Misupra Rabbi Meir Balanais, Rabbi Meir, the great Tana Rabbi Meir. Shahaya ben lemishpachas geirim mitzet soi niron kesar. Ishtal Rabbi Meir, we know the famous wife of Rabbi Meir was Bruria, 
the daughter of Rechanin ben Tradio, one of the Asara Harugi Malchus. That was Rabbi Meir's father-in-law. Various stories in Shas of Rabruria and Rabbi Meir. And they had two sons. And the two sons died young. As the Medrash describes in Mishlei, what happened? What was the story? Meir was giving sheer Shabbos afternoon. Giving sheer. The idea of a sheer Shabbos afternoon goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu. It's been going on for a long time. Going to a sheer and giving a sheer. Going all the way back to Moshe. Rabbeinu was giving sheer in the afternoon. His two sons passed away. What did Bruria do? She just covered them up. And Amosi Shabbos, the mayor came back from the base madrash and he says, Honey, where are the kids? Amra, Amar la, Heichan Shnei Banai. Amra la, Hochel of base madrash, weren't they at Shear? They weren't at the Shear? Amar la, Sipisi, Bebesa Medrash, Valarisi, or some, they weren't there. Nasnu la, Kosha, Abdallah, she gave him Havdallah. Chazavi Amar, Heichan Shnei Banai, and he again asks, he says, Something's going on here. They'll be back soon. She gave him Malava Malka. Right after Abdullah. Right after Abdullah, Malava Malka. After he benched, Birchas Amazon, Amrale, she says, Rebbe, that's what she called her husband. Rebbe, I have a question. Amrala, Imri, please. Amrala, Kodem, Hayom, Badam, Echavanasan, Lipikadon. Earlier, somebody gave, came and gave me something to watch. Gave me a picadon. Achshav ba amenas lekablo. He's coming back to take it. Nachzir lo alav. Do I return it? Do I have to return what I was given to watch? I was the guardian. Do I have to return it? Amar labiti. Of course. Mishiyish la picadon etzlo. Eino tzorak lahaksel rabo. You have to give it back. Amar lo. You know, without your telling me, I wouldn't have thought that I have to give it back. Ma'asta, and she led him into the bedroom. She takes him by his hand. The graphic imagery of Rabbi Meir and Bruria, the emotions. She brings him to the room, the Solomita, and he sees what he sees. and he starts crying. Bomer Banai Banai Baosasha Bruria says to him Didn't you just tell me something? Didn't you tell us that we have to give the Pikadon back? Parents are entrusted with treasures for as long as the Khadish Baruch Hu decides. Hopefully it should be 120 years. But the Khadish Baruch Hu decided. Hashem Natan Vashem Lakach. And Rabbi Meir says, Bruria, Nichamt. You comforted me, Bruria. Badavar Zen, Nichamto, Venacha, Daito, Vinis Yashva. Eishes Chayil, Miyimsa. He ends off with that declaration in the Bechina of Ayidom Aharon. The type of reaction that the greats of our, of our nation reflect and show and are able to to, under pressure and in those situations, deal with what was 
deal with what was served to them. And the same story he quoted in uh, in the Medrash about Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Lazar ben Azariah, Rabbi Yochanan himself in the Gemara, we know lost ten sons. Lost ten sons. Rahman al-Islam. But either way, this was just Derek Agav. His ten sons he could deal with. He couldn't deal with losing his Talmud and his Chavrusa Reish Lakish, as the Gemara describes. We've done that before in Bab But this is Vayidah Ma'aron. The ability to accept the din of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bi'ahava. And that's what we learn from what is not said by Aharon. And not by what is said. Vayidom Aharon. Okay. Moving right along. Right after the story of the sons of Aharon, Aaron HaKohen is zochet to a special tzivuy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After the cousins come in and remove Nadav and Aviyu, Mishael and El Safan, the cousins come in, they take them out. Moshe says to Aaron, Ula we'll get back to this later, Bez Hashem. <laughs> Don't grow your hair. All the halachas of Avelos do not apply to Aaron. But right after that, after Moshe's instructions to what Aaron should do, Vaidabar Hashem el Aaron Lamar. Very unusual Pasik. Vaidabar Hashem el, if you fill in the blank, right, most of us would say Moshe. But here it is. Vaidabar Hashem el Aaron Lamar. Aaron is Zohar, right after this terrible tragedy, maybe partly as a schus, to how, as, a, as a schar, to how he reacted. He's Zohar to his own Deber from HaKadosh Baruch Do not drink wine. You are your sons with you. When you go into the Mishkan, so that you do not die. And we know the opposite is true. If one goes into the Mishkan to do the Avodah, when they are drunk, then they are Chayim Misa. Right? It says, if you don't go in, and it's a chok forever. We're going to spend some time on this section of the Parsha. But first, let's focus on the Isser itself. The Isser of Shtuye Yayin. The Sefer HaChinuch says, beginning of source number 6, Sefer HaChinuch says, the Mitzvah Kufnun Beis, Shelolihi Kanei Shtuye Yayin B'Mikdash. This Isser, this Pasuk is an Isser Daraisa. One of the 365, a Kohen is not allowed to drink and do the Avot in the base of Megdash. There's even a Deya in the Tanoim, in Meseches Tainus, that Kohanim are not allowed to drink wine Bizman Hazet. Because Meheri Yibana Beis of Megdash, they're going to have to do the Avot right now. Right? Tumahuchim Etzibur, let's say the, let's say at 5 o'clock tomorrow, 5 p.m. Mashiach comes. Right? So they have half an hour to bring the Karbat Tamid. Quickly, they you have to run to do it. So if they are drunk, they, drunk wine, they can't do it. So there's even a day in the Tanoim. Meheri Yibana Beis HaMikdash. And Kohanim cannot drink wine. But it's a Daraisa. A Kohen can't go into the Beis HaMikdash and do the Avoda when he is Shasui Yayin. That's not even drunk. After he drank wine. Not getting to now how much wine. V'chein. But the Sefer HaChinuch says there's another Isser included in this Isser. And that is Shalom Yoresh Shasui. One is not allowed to paskin when they are drunk. Not allowed to give a halachic. No, you can talk in Torah, but one is not allowed to paskin. Somebody drinks wine and goes to do the avoda. They're loke. It's a malchus. This is daraisa. And if he does the avoda, the avoda is possible. Does not work, and he's chayimisa. If he paskins when he has drunk. Over Loki, he gets the Avira, but it does not get Malchus, because that's not the explicit Pashib shot of the Pasik, 
but it is definitely included in the world of Daraisa, says the Sefer Achinach. Ask Shrava Ganak in the Birch Hazizchak here in the Sefer. Usually, when you learn two things from the same Pasuk, there's a connection between the two. Is there a connection between these two Isurim that I learned out from the same Pasuk? Yain v'sheichar al-teisht. Don't do the avoda when you, are, when you have drunk something and don't paskin when you have drunk something. Says Rabbi Ganak, Tzarech bir, keitzan nechlalim shneyin yonim, iser knisa shu yayin lamikdash, v'shelo yoreh de'erech, v'shelo yoreh, be'ishu shasui. Says Rabbi Ganak, unbelievable. When we learn Torah, we're going into the Kodesh Kadosh. When we delve into a halachic topic, then we're going into the Beis Hamikdash. The Dalad Amos Shel Halacha that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in today, since there is no Beis Hamikdash, it's Dalad Amos Shel Halacha that takes the place of the Beis Hamikdash. Vasher Nira Levayer Baze. Learning and eventually paskining when I have drunk something, that's an iser of knisa l'mikdash. When we, when we go into the world of psak, we're going inside l'fnai v'lifnim b'havonas ha-tora ha-yikara mipninim that is so precious more than pearls. Like the Kohen Gadol. When Rav Moshe Feinstein goes and, and gives up Sak, it's the Kohen Gadol being mocked to the Torahs and the Kodesh Kadashim. So that's on the, on the highest level. But all of us, each of us, when we get into the Sugyo, when we get into the topic, <coughs> that's going into the Kodesh. And he says, that's the Gemara and Brachos that I just mentioned, line 7. Ein lo lakadosh baruchu ba'olamo eladaramo shalalacha. Since the base of Midrash was destroyed, where does Hashem's presence rest? He rests in the Bate Medrash. It rests in the base of Knesses. Ubira Inyan. Sha'af she base of Midrash Nechrav. Mikomakom Adayin Yechev Sharis. Hasoga Ba'olam as base Hashem. Shu base Hahalacha Shasham Shrina Shore. And therefore, when someone gives a halachic ruling, he's in the Dalarama Shalalacha. He's in the Kodesh Kadashim. So it's the same root Isser. The Isser of Knisa Lamikdash and the Isser of Knisa Lahalacha, Lapsak, the same idea, the same root. Number one. Second, second idea of three relating to the Isser of Yain Vesheikhar Al Tasht is a Madrash, another Madrash on the Parsha. This is not a Torah's Kohanim, it's, uh, right, it's in the Vayikra Rabbah. Source number seven. I'm Rabbi Acha. The Medrash tells a story. There was a story about an alcoholic. It's a story about somebody who was, who was an uncontrollable alcoholic. He sold all of his possessions to buy wine, to get alcohol. And his family didn't know what to do with him. He sold his couches and his tables and his chairs. And he said, we have to do something about dad. What are we going to do about Abba? If he just to sell everything, Amrin Benaya, his children said, Our father's not going to leave us anything. Besides the fact that it's not good for him. But he's, he's, he's destroying, he's self-destructing. Then at least he's not leaving us anything. You know what? We have an idea. Ashkune. Let's give him something to drink. 
Vishak Rune, let's get him drunk. The Apkune, and let's schlep him outside. The Yazvune, Bechad Beis Alam, and they, let's leave him in the cemetery. Let's take him in the middle, out of town. Let's leave him drunk lying amongst the graves. Maybe that'll knock some sense into him. He'll wake up and he'll be shocked. Where am I? Right? Sometimes the Gemara talks about Tainus going to a cemetery to, that leads to Tshuva. They used to do that on the fast days for rain. Going to a cemetery in order to, to remember the important things in life and that after 120 there's going to be a din v'cheshbon. So, Avaryans, what happened? They brought him there they left him there. But then look what happened. Avaryan Shafyan Bisrabes Alam. There was a caravan. A caravan that was carrying wine barrels going past the cemetery. Shemanum Angaria Bamedinsa. And these people who were there on the caravan heard the armies that were going into the cities, the city that was very close to them, and they were nervous that they take all their wine barrels into the city. The, the hoodlums, whoever it is, the, the robbers are going to take them. They say, you know what, let's leave the barrels here for now. And they threw their barrels of wine into the cemetery because they didn't want to bring them into the city. Parakun to Uneon, they unloaded their load, the go base alam, into the base alam. They went to see what was going on, and they would come back later. So what happens? Obviously, it rolled, one of them rolled, and rolled right next to where this drunkard was sleeping. He was still out. All of a sudden, he woke up from his slumber. He looks up, and he thinks he's in heaven. He sees a spigot a faucet right on top of his mouth with this big barrel. He's like, what is going on here? Shara Yasev Yav Yasev And what happens? He opens it up and it starts flowing. It starts flowing straight into his mouth. He starts guzzling. Now we go back to the children. Labatsa Tlas and Yom. And after three days, the kids say, okay, I hope dad is out of it now. Maybe he's come to his senses. Amrin Benaya Les Anana Zilnan. Are we not? Shouldn't we go? The Chazinon Mahavu Avunan Ovid? What's dad doing? Now let's go see what's going on. Azalin. They go. Va'ashkechune. And they see what's going on. Va'azika Yabapume. They see his mouth on the faucet, on the spigot at the bottom of the barrel. Amrin, they say to themselves. Of Hachal Oshavaklan Boryach. Even here. Your creator does not let you go? That's the Lashon. Of hachal oshavaglan buryach? HaKadosh Baruch takes care of you even here? Ha'ol v'havlach. Since he has given this to you, less anan yadin manevilach. We don't know. It's obviously minashamayim. It's obviously out of our control. Avadun b'neim takana. So they said, Dad, come back with us. They made a new rule. Everybody gave him a different to drink a different day of the week. They said, if you can't beat him, you know, you join him. Obviously, Gadosh Baruch wants this guy to drink. So, that was it. What's the message? What's the message of the Medrash? Says Rav Dessler, in a letter that he wrote to his father, a letter that he wrote to his father, in the third chilek of the Michlam Elio, source number nine, he wrote this, and the title of the letter is, that's already the Musarasko, writing Torah letters. So I guess we could translate this to our generation, Torah emails. 
Moser email should be Torah. Writes his letter, writes Torah email to his father. He says, Dad, I was just learning the Medrash on last week's Parsha, a few weeks ago, right? He wrote this in Yom Bey's, I don't know what year it was, Achremos Kedoshim. Right? That was the year. He says, I saw the Medrash, Medrash Parsha Shmini, Be'echad, I'm sorry, you see the title of the, of the, of the uh, letter. Baderech Sha'adam Rotelelech. That's the title. On the way that a person goes, Kaddish Baruch Hu leads you. So he quotes the Medrash on line 6, His sons see that he's losing the money. They left him in the cave. They left him in the, in the uh, Beis Akvaris. Says of Dasso, you know what the Medrash teaches us? That's what the Gemara says. Whatever I decide, whichever direction I put my life in, Hashem's going to help me out. If I choose mitzvos, mitzvah goreres mitzvah, schar mitzvah mitzvah, Hashem will make it easier for me to do another mitzvah. And if I choose the other path, Hashem will make it easier for me. Whatever I choose, I have bechira chavshis. As the Gemara says, kivit shavar avera v'shana lo hutrulo. I do an avera the first time; it might be hard, but gets easier. Gets easier. If I miss minyan one day, maybe I was a little upset, but day by day. You know, I, I lose the feeling. The more we do something wrong, the more we do something right. It becomes ingrained in us. Says Rav Dessler, though, that's true, but you know what you see from the Medrash? That principle applies even Lamala min ha-teva. It's not just in the world of Teva, HaKadosh Baruch who's going to be with you and lead you on the path. This was totally... Out of the order. What? The, the dafka, the place where he's lying there, above his <coughs> mouth is going to be a wine barrel that he could just untie. It's Baderech. It wasn't a nice nigla, but it was pretty unusual, says Rav Dessler. says, that's what you see from the Medrash. Baderech Shadar Moselelech Molichonoso is even in, in supernatural realms. And if applies to drunkenness, Kalvachomer, how much more so it would apply Pederach Tov. It would apply if we have challenges and we try to overcome them and we try to start something in the world of Chesed, in the world of Torah, in the world of having a Chavrusa, whatever it is, Kodesh Baruch is going to help us out. Kodesh Baruch is going to help us out, says Rav Dessler. Umashin is pa'al to you. What I was so amazed about. Not only in the realm of nature, Avogam besibos rechokos kimat al derech neis. Right, not, not totally miraculous, but so far fetched the details. Besibos mishunos rechokos. So far, v'im kachu l'ran. If that applies to the negative, harimita tova meruba ad kamagdola he siata deshmaya. Imagine how much siata deshmaya one has. Litova kisham as as the Gemara says, as Chazal say, if we open up a little pesach. The size of the eye of a needle, tiny, tiny. Kodesh Baruch Hu will make that into the doorway of a huge ulam, a huge uh, palace, a huge a wedding hall. You just got to take the first step. But We want to do something. We need to do something, right? We're in the Chachi Geula right now. We want Geula. We really believe in it. And we all need it so badly. So we have to take the first step. We take the first step. Kodesh Baruch Hu, even Lamala, mean normal, regular behavior and, and uh, conditions, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help us out. 
Idea number two related to Yayin V'Sheikh Ratev. So we have Rabbi Ganak relating to Beis Mishkan and Psak. We have number two here, the Medrash about Baderach Shadam Rotzelelech. And finally, the third and final idea relating to this section of the of the Parsha. And for now, we have to go back to the Psukim for a moment. The Psukim, if you remember, Moshe Rabbeinu is giving the instructions to Aaron. Don't act like an Avel. Aaron, you're the Kohen Gadol. Don't tear your clothing. Don't grow your hair out long. For the rest of Klai Yisrael will mourn. You can't mourn. Aaron, you can't mourn. You're the Kohen Gadol. Right after these instructions, Hashem tells Aaron, don't drink. What's the simple interpretation of that? After the instructions that Moshe Rabbeinu says to Aaron, don't mourn, I know you want to, I know you're upset, but you're the Kohen Gadol. Shemen mishchas Hashem aleichem. What does Hashem tell Aaron? Don't drink. Let's continue. What else does Hashem tell Aaron? You need to know the, dis- the differences and distinctions between Kodesh and Chol, Tami and Tahar. Ula Horos has been a Yisrael. And to teach Am Yisrael. And you have to teach. What's the Hemshech HaPsukim? What's the, how do we understand Moshe's instructions going right in and segueing into Hashem's instructions to Aaron? Says in its Siv, there's a beautiful connection between the Psukim of what first Aaron sa- Moshe says and then what Hashem says. You read the Psukim, you know what's going on here, says the Nitziv. Aaron wanted to take a drink. That's the, a simple, unless Chazal says, the Nitziv says, I know what Chazal say. Maybe that's where they get that Noah of Aviyu had drunk wine. So he says to Aaron, don't drink wine. But what's the Pashup Shat? Aaron's upset. He doesn't say a word. Vayidom Aaron. Moshe says, you can't act like a regular Avel. You can't. You're the Kohen Gadol. Hashem says to Aaron, and don't drink. What does that mean? Let's read the Nitziv. Surah number 10. Basher Onain Pasol, on the top left. Basher Onain Pasol Avoda. Normally, an Onain, someone who loses one of the seven relatives, any other Kohen in the world does not do the Avoda when they're an Onain. Mishum Deshari B'Tsar Eino Yacholios Ba'avaz Hashem. V'dveikus Ach Mitoch Simcha Shal Mitzvah. They're not, they're not in a state of Simcha. Which is a state of living Hashem. They can't be feel Hashem. They just had Hester Punim. There's less Selamelokim in their life. So that's why an Oni normally can't do the Avoda. Umishamachi, and that's why even an Oni Yisrael cannot eat Kachim if it's a Shlamin that they normally eat. Line 7, the Ach Kohen Gadol, Rashoi Lakravoni, but a Kohen Gadol is allowed and obligated not to leave the base Hamigdash. Even when he loses one of the relatives. Mishum Shalafi Erek Dulaso, because of his level of godless. Efshar Liz Gabral Tsaro. He's the Kohen Gadol. He's got to overcome his personal emotions for the better of the Klal. And that was Aaron Kohen. But as the Nitziv says, Aaron was also human. Paraphrasing Chazal. It's very, very hard. You need some divine help. So Aaron maybe thought to himself, maybe I'll have a little drink. 
Lishtos yayin v'shecha. What does the Gemara say in Sanhedrin? Why was wine created? So a mourner could have a little simcha. So he could, he could dim the, the effects, the Gemara says. Right? Tznu shecha lamari nefesh. Vahizi yom lishtos yayin v'shecha. There he is. He quotes the Pasuk in Mishlei. Tznu shecha lo'oved v'yayin lamari nefesh. So Kodesh Baruch Hu jumps in and says to Aaron, no. You cannot have any external stimuli, physical stimuli, to put you in a state of simcha. But Hashem says, I have another idea for you. I have another idea to help you be besimcha, to help you out. And what's that? Host of Akadosh Baruch, what does he say? What are the next sukkim? Lahavdil ben Akodesh uvein Achol uvein Atami uvein Atar. Meaning, start learning. Lose yourself. This connects to our thought from before. Lose yourself in Torah. And that'll bring you simcha. And that is a kosher form of the Kohen Gadol trying to compensate for the state that he was in. To remove himself. David Amalek says it. It's the reality. Right, Zacha, at the end of Yoma, Ayin Bey, Zacha, the person is Zacha, Misam Chaso. That's Bein HaKodesh Uvein HaChol, Bein HaTamei Uvein HaTar. What does it mean? It means focusing on Sugis and not only learning, but even more than that, bring Simcha. What's the next Pasuk? Ula Horos Espenei Yisrael. And teach. Not just the learning, but the teaching. That's the ultimate fulfillment now, we've mentioned in the past the unbelievable Ha'ara that the, what's the source in the Torah for the mitzvah of learning Torah? What's the source of Talmud Torah? Vagisa Yom is in Sefer Yoshua. That's not in the Torah. What's the source? Vishinantam Levanacha. Teaching. Teaching is the source for learning. Because that's the ultimate, not keeping it to ourselves. Ulahoros has been at Yisrael, line 34. Odos of Eitzam Zemechaz Alevi, Lahoros Letalmidim Makshivim. To, to teach listening students, I guess makshivim. If they're not listening, I guess there's no uh, there's no satisfaction there. If everybody's sleeping in shir, Rabbi Akiva, the beginning of Chayisara uh, in the Medrash, everybody was sleeping, you had to wake him up. So goes back many centuries. So as long as they're listening right here, Baruch Hashem, nobody's sleeping. makshivim. So when they're listening, that's that's ultimate fulfillment, and that's what Hakadosh Baruch Hu says. You can't use the wine external stimuli, but we could use is the Torah, the learning and the teaching. And lest, and he ends off even by saying, through the Torah that I gave to Moshe. Okay. Lest we think this is impossible and who can do this? Who this is applied to? Lose myself in, in Torah, in the learning? Rav Salvechik writes it autobiographically. Rav Salvechik writes, I gave it to you both in Hebrew and English because the Hebrew is the original but Rabbi Rakefet has the translation in the uh, from Alachuva. You have it there in Source 11. He talks about what it is to know God, what it is to be aware of God. The first mitzvah. What's mitzvah number one? Knowledge of God. Emuna. The Rambam uses lahamin, leda, right? Different uh, verbs. But to feel close and connected to God. How do you feel? Do we feel that God is there? Do we feel So says the says Rav Salvechik. Line, line 8, 
Yesh va'anim lomei Torah b'sha'a mu'cher shel alayla. Sometimes I'm learning Torah late at night. Va'alaylo misugal ki adun liba Torah. We know night is very misugal and a very, very auspicious, propitious, very uh, ability to learn Torah. Hatorah no medes ba'alaylo tzvulo yosir. It's clearer. It's deeper. The Rambam says nighttime has special Special uh, abil- abilities to be able to, we have special abilities to be Kona Torah. Sometimes, said the Rav, I'm learning it at night and I feel as if somebody's standing behind me. I feel as if somebody is leaning over my shoulder looking into the Rambam with me and shaking their head. Look at the English now. There are times at night when I feel as if someone, the divine presence, is standing behind me, bending himself to look over my shoulder, to peer in the, into the Talmudic text of the topic I'm studying. At times he nods his head in agreement with the explanation I'm attempting to develop. And then he adds the line that's important for us now. If I have been able to survive what has happened to me during the past three years since my wife died, it is not only, it is only because I relate to the principle of Torah from heaven not merely as an article of faith, but also as a living and tangible reality. He lived it. He felt it. He felt that Kaddish Baruch Hu in the room with him. And that's what, led it, that's what allowed it. That's what got him through the, those, those days that he was mourning his wife. He didn't stop saying Kaddish, they said, after 30 days. He kept, because he, 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 was, he was in mourning. The Torah is the only thing that helped me survive, said the Ruff. That's exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Aaron HaKohen. No wine, but Torah. Lahavdil, and not only learning Torah, but Lahorov says B'nai Yisrael, teaching Torah. Okay. So those are the three ideas related to Yayin V'Sheikhar. So now let's get into, if you want two more thoughts, and hopefully we'll have time. Sorry, I was on the same page, 13. So we'll have time for something on Pasha's Parah. We'll see if we can squeeze it in. Now let's focus for a minute on that Pasig in Parak Yud. Pasig Yud. It's in this same uh, section. But let's take it out of context for a minute. Wahavdil bein hakodesh uvein hachol. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. And this is a classic Rabbi Yaakov, if one could say that. Line thir- Source 13. So first the Ha'ara is classic of Yaakov, not only giving divrei Torah, but also focusing on the language, ling- the linguistic element of the Torah. He says if you look in the Torah, when the Torah wants to say between here and there, the Torah always says two bains. Bein Ha'ar uvein ha'choshech. Bein ha'kodesh uvein ha'kodesh ha'kodeshim. There's always bein, bein. At the end of our parsha, and here too, between this and between that. But if you look in Chazal, Chazal do not use this lashon, right? What do we say every Friday, every Moti Shabbos? Hamavdil bein kodesh lechol, one bein, bein or we don't say bein kodesh bein chol, bein or bein choshech. No, just bein with a lamid, bein kodesh lechol, bein or lechoshech, bein Yisrael lamid. A difference between Lashon HaMikra and Lashon Chazal and Lashon Rabbana. Says Rabbi Yaakov two thoughts. I think we have a Machlokas Machaber and the Ramah Lishitasam about Havdalah. 
Our Pasek. Where is this? Amazing, he has. He has all of Shulchan Arach on his fingertips. Says Rabbi Yaakov. Lacha says, Asr lasas malacha kodem sheyavdil. Line 12. We know it's Asr to do malacha before we make Abdallah. Right? What if somebody makes Abdallah? Right? So then you can't do malacha. You can't eat yet until you make Abdallah lakos. But we all know the halacha. If we want to drive the car, let's say we forgot to say atachon antanu. So what do we say? Hamavdil something. What do we say? So we say... That's the Ramaz Lashon. If you look in the Shulchan Arech, the Gears is not so clear, but if you look in the Shulchan Arech, in parentheses, The Shulchan Arech uses the Lashon of Bain Bain. The Ramah says, Says the Shulchan Aruch, you know what the Machlokas is? Whether you use Lashon Mikra or Lashon Chazal. The Shulchan Aruch says you use Lashon Mikra. That's why he says, like based on our Pasuk. And the Ramah says, you know, you use Lashon Chazal and therefore you say, Where did I get this from? Says Rabbi Yaakov, because there's another Shulchan Aruch and Ramah. That are Lashitasab. What is that? If we continue reading, I can read everything inside. Turn over for a minute. Turn over for a minute. On line 13. Va'ala by Daiti Lomar, he says, Lashitasam, if you look in Yaradeya, unbelievable. What is the Nusach Abracha when a woman is Mafrishkala? What is the Nusach Abracha? If you look in the Shulchan Arach, the Shulchan Arach says, Asher Kedeshana Bibitzosa Vizivanu Lahafrish. Truma. Minho Isa is an added point. Lahafish Truma says the Raman no. Lahafish Chala. Which is Ashkenazic custom. Says the Gra. The Shulchan Arach. On the Bir Gra there on that Shulchan Arach. The Shulchan Arach. Look in the Torah. Chala is called Truma. Tarimu Truma. Says in Shlach. So the Shulchan Arach uses Lajana Torah. Lahafish Truma. Because that's what we call it. That's Mesechus Chala at the end of Seder Zrayim. So, part one of Rabbi Yaakov, based on our Pasuk, Bain Bain versus Bain Le, Machlokas Machaber the Ramah. Which Lashon you use? A, by Havdalah, B, by, by Hafrashas Chala. But then Rabbi Yaakov goes even further and says, let me give another insight to this. Unbelievable. Why does one choose Lashon Mikra and one choose Lashon Chazal? Why does the Shulchan Aruch use Lashon Mikra? And the Ramah Lashon Chazal. See, he says, really? There's no machlokas about Lashon Mikra and Lashon Chazal. Really, says Rabbi Yaakov, if it's a mitzvah da'oraisa, then you use Lashon HaTorah. If it's a mitzvah da'rabanan, then you use Lashon Chazal. So what's going on here? The Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Cairo lived in Eretz Yisrael. He lived in Svat. For him, Hafrash's Chala was Daraisa. So he says, Lahafrish Truma. The Ramah did not live in Eretz Yisrael. The Ramah lived in Eastern Europe. So his Chala was Darabana. So he says, Lahafrish Chala. Daraisa Darabana. 
And not only that, says Rabbi Yaakov, it's all right here in front of you. If you look closely, there's a machlok as we shown him whether making Havdalah every Motzi Shabbos is a mitzvah to Araisa or a mitzvah to Rabbanan. And he says, if you look closely, the Shulchan Aruch says it's a mitzvah to Araisa. I'm not going to go through the diukim right now. And therefore you say, Hamavdil ben Kodesh uvein chol. Because Havdalah in the eyes of the Shulchan Aruch is Daraisa, like the Rambam holds. While the Ramah holds, like the other he's shown him, that Havdalah, making Havdalah, Kiddush is Daraisa, but Havdalah is the Rabbanan. So you say, Hamavdil ben Kodesh Tachol. So there's no machlokas about when you use Lashon Mikra, Lashon Chazal. The machlokas is whether Havdalah is Daraisa or the Rabbanan, or whether Hafarsh Aschala is Daraisa or the Rabbanan, in that context. You read a Shulchan Aruch, you don't realize the depth. You read a Pasuk, Lashon Mikra, Lashon Chazal, and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky puts it all together. Okay, let's try to squeeze in one more. Squeeze in one more thought. Maybe we'll skip 16 for a moment, 15 and 16 for now. Save that for next year, Shmini. And maybe we'll just go to the last point, the Nesiva Shalom on Parshas Para. Parshas Para says the Slanama Rebbe. The Mishnah tells us in Mesachas Para, it's quoted also in Yuma Dav Beis, that not only does the Kohen Gadol have to separate himself and be in a state of Tahara for seven days before Yom Kippur, the Kohen that's involved in the service of the Paraduma as well has to separate himself for a week before doing the Avod of the Paraduma, which we laid about from after the Shabbos. And the question is, why? Yom Kippur, we understand. Before Yom Kippur, he's going to go Lefnai Lefnim. So obviously he has to prepare himself for a week beforehand, be Tahar, and be in a certain, reach a certain state so we understand why the Kohen Gadol, first parak of, of Yuma, right, Shivas Yamim, he has to prepare himself. But Paraduma, why do you have to prepare yourself for seven days before Paraduma? And what's the, what's the common denominator between Paraduma and Yom Kippur? What's there are many parallels the first parak of Yuma describes. What's the parallel between Yom Kippur and Paraduma? See, quotes from Reblevi Yitzchak, Mibar Ditchev. The point of Yom Kippur is to realize that I'm nothing without Hashem. I'm the vatel myself. Sheyomar ani uma I'm on the bottom of the first column. Everything Hashem gives me is from Him. And I'm machniam. I lower myself. Why do we bow down on Yom Kippur so many times? Because that's the symbol of lowering myself in front of God. And the, he quotes that the Zohar says that the Makatreg mentions Ploni Avarkach, Ploni Avarkach Hashem, so and so did this and so and so do this. When we lower ourselves and we make ourselves offer Vaifer, I'm not Ploni anymore, so I'm not going to get punished. That's how the Kapara works. By Yom Kippur, I realize I've got a Baruch who's in charge. Remember, there's no Sata today. It's only me and Hashem. And I lower myself. That's the sword of the Kapara. I'm a Vatel myself. Says the Nesiva Shalom, maybe that's Paraduma as well. After, what is Paraduma? What do we do with the Paraduma? It's the only carbon. Right? We burn it to ashes. We totally pulverize it. And we use the ashes and we sprinkle the ashes on the head of the person who became Tameh. The message is also bitl. The message is also all of Tumah. 
The source of Otoma is, comes from distance from God, comes from death, it comes from Chatoim, whatever it is. But it's also the message of Bittel, and that's what the Kohen, who's sorry for Zappara, has to prepare himself also to get into the frame of mind for that Avoda. And that's, that's the parallel. And that's how we have to get ready for Para, for Chodesh, for Nisan coming up. We have to realize everything is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we're nothing without Him. Yes, we have self-worth. We have Kochos. But we have to realize those Kochos were given to us to serve Him, capital H, and we have to use them in the proper way and realize everything He gives us, all the talents, all the skills, everything He gives us is for a purpose. It's on loan. Right? We're the Shomrim, as we mentioned earlier. He gives us a Pikado and all of our abilities, and we have to use them to serve Him. We will all be Zochef to serve him and use all of our kochos properly in that way.